one of our partner companies that we've been working with for quite some time, their focus really is on driver health. Now, on the surface, it may not seem like it, but that's really what the product is all about. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that partner company is Bose. And we are going to be talking to Michael Padovano about the Bose Ride system and about driver health. So let's get right to that. Michael, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, Kevin. Well, great to have you here, and uh, this fits right in. We've been talking a lot about health, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of drivers are wondering what Bose has to do with health or what a seat may have to do with health. And, you know, the obvious answer may come to mind, you know, your back or that kind of thing, but the Bose Ride yeah. system and, and what you guys are doing goes much deeper than that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, with the Bose Ride, we're pretty much changing the, the driver's whole experience, not just their driving, but how he lives his day. And we thought we should learn more, as, as you've articulated earlier, about drivers and their health and their perceptions. So... One of the things we did with uh, a whole bunch of new Bose Ride drivers is we did a survey and we asked them some health questions. And we found some interesting things. Two out of three drivers told us they don't get hardly as much physical activity as they need. They don't exercise. They know that's not good. 50% of the drivers told us they don't eat well, and they know they don't eat well, and they want to do better with that. Then we asked them a question, Kevin, that got some kind of odd results. We asked them, in general, do you think you are in good health? 80% of the drivers said yes. <laughs> they think they're in good health. Wow. Why do you think that is? I, you know, I'm a little shocked because it, I've spent the last, eight months now just immersed in the numbers, you know, as far as disease and, and problems. And I, I'm shocked that 80% of the people think they're healthy. Why is that? Well, I think maybe some of the folks don't want to admit it, but I believe the majority of the respondents, the drivers who said they think they're in good health is because their expectation is so low of what good health is. It's kind of like when drivers would say they thought their fatigue and pain was not so bad, but then they got into a Bose ride and realized that they had been tolerating a whole lot more fatigue and pain than they should have. So we kind of think maybe that with the health that the driver's have gotten used to not being very healthy. So they think that what they have is as good as it's going to be. So we asked them another question, and this is going to fit right in with what uh, your interest is, Kevin. We asked them, what are your most serious health challenges? Well, no surprise to you, Kevin, over 50% said number one problem was their weight the obesity challenge you were just referring to. Right. Half the drivers told us they do no exercise whatsoever. 
or maybe walk around the truck once in a while. But that's it. Almost two-thirds of the drivers told us they thought they should be eating less food or eat more nutritious food when they're on the road. Now, I hear that and I think, well, that's exactly what you've been saying on your show. There's a whole big challenge there around nutrition. So once we knew from these Bose Ride drivers what their challenges are, we asked them, okay, why aren't you doing anything about these problems? What are the obstacles? No surprise to you, Kevin, the number one issue people told us was, well, I just don't have enough time. Or energy. You hit number two. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) The number two issue was, you know, I'm too fatigued at the end of the day, or I have too much pain, neck, shoulders, back. So I know I should be doing more, but I just can't. Hey, Michael, do you well, mind if I case, do you mind if I jump in there for a second? I don't please. I don't mean to interrupt, but I, you know, no, I those two answers are no surprise to me whatsoever. But I think the first one is actually way off the mark. And let me explain why. I mean, I spent a million miles on the road. I know what it's like to live in a truck. I know what it's like to be away from home. And I can honestly say that time is not a factor for these guys. There's no lack of time. In fact, it's almost the opposite. So they can drive 60 hours in seven days. I mean, that's it. That's the limit. I know some people break the rules, but for the most part, that's it. You're going to work 60 hours in seven days, and you're away from home. So if we think about the rest of the time available in those seven days, and the fact that most people aren't sleeping the eight hours that, you know, is recommended. They're, they're probably sleeping six or six and a half, if that. But even if they slept the full eight, and then you look at how much time is left, and the fact that you are away from home. When I was on the road, I found the exact opposite. I found I had so much time because I had none of the distractions of being at home. I unfortunately, you know, you're you're not with your kids, so you're not doing the activities with them. You're not doing the honeydew list around the house. You're not socializing with neighbors. You don't have PTA and sports. It, you're on the road. You're by yourself. So I think that the the lack of time is a perception issue. It's not a true issue. The lack of energy, I think, the fatigue level and the lack of energy, I think, is the real issue. Yes, and and we've heard that. Um, and our argument is, well, Bose uh, Ride can't force you to exercise, but it can take away the barriers of fatigue and pain that slows you down. Yes. And prohibits you. But getting back to your point about time, I wonder if it's related to something else. And that is, on our list of reasons, drivers gave us two big things jumped out one is they don't have the information they don't know what to do specifically and another is they didn't feel motivated yeah 
That that so makes I, sense. I hey, agree. Michael, let me let me uh, jump in. I've got to get to a break. That's a good point. We will come back and talk about that because I think you guys are on to something. We will be right back. Don't go away. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. We're talking with Michael from the Bose Ride team about health and fitness on the road and all kinds of great stuff, and they have tons of information to share with us. So, Michael, go ahead. I think those are two great points. Well, uh, you were commenting on the fact that drivers should have time uh, while they're on the road to exercise and pay attention to nutrition. And I mentioned that in our research with drivers, they tell us that two of their big challenges are that they don't feel motivated and they really don't know what to do. They see lots of information in trade articles about how important it is not to eat fried food, for example, but they don't really know how to make a plan uh, and they, they don't feel motivated. So maybe the reason they, they say to us they don't have enough time is really not true. It's really that they're stuck, and they need, they need resources like, like your program and your efforts to educate them, to motivate them and educate them about what they can actually do to become more healthy. Yeah, absolutely. And then they do need to address that fatigue issue because I I will say that that's one thing I do remember on the road. It wasn't that the time wasn't Mm -hmm. available. It was that by the time I got done spending 10 hours, 11 hours in the seat driving, plus the loading and the unloading and, you know, all the other things dealing with traffic. And those are long days and, and you're not active. And the less active you become, the less active you want to be. You know, there's that one commercial, I I don't even know what it's for, but they talk about, you know, the physics of a body in motion tends to stay in motion and a body at rest tends to stay at rest. And that really happens when you drive all day long. And on top of that, the fatigue created makes it very difficult. So it, it, the, the excuse may be I don't have time, but the real reason is they're fatigued and they don't have the energy. I agree. And I also have discovered in, in research we've done with drivers is that there's a connection between uh, fatigue and nutrition, poor nutrition. And it goes like this. And, and we'll start, Kevin, with everyone's enemy, sugar. Uh, sugar is a go-to answer for fatigue. Right. Whether that's a large candy bar or a... a can of soda with 40 grams of sugar, drivers tell me they, they just drink a lot of soft drinks. And one big reason is you get a quick boost of energy from sugar. The downside is that energy boost is very short. Yes. So drivers drink more and more soft drinks to get the energy boost. They end up unknowingly consuming too much sugar too much sucrose, which does what? Becomes stored in fat cells. Yes. And it and it makes things worse. So drivers are fatigued. They go to food products that give them a, a, an energy boost, which ultimately works against them. 
So we're not going to say the Bose Ride will make you have better nutrition. But if you're taking in a lot of sugar during your trips because you need an energy boost because you're fatigued, well, we can at least knock down some of that fatigue. And, you know, that's where it's got to start. I mean, we we have to try to reverse this cycle because it is a downward spiral. The more fatigued they become, the more sugar they consume, the more sugar they consume, the more fatigued they become. And, and it's exactly. tough to get out of that. And anything we can do to change that. And, you know, all of your research on, on the effects of vibration on the body and what it does to the driver all day long. And, and, you know, I think, again, most people think of the seat as, well, maybe it'll make my back feel better. Maybe it'll cushion those big, jarring, hard bumps. And it does that. But I think the real key behind the seat is that it, it, it kind of neutralizes that vibration all day long that fatigues the body so bad. Neutralize is a perfect choice of words, Kevin. Thank you. Um, it just goes away. The, and the wonderful thing here is the driver does not have to do any action. He or she just needs to turn the system on and use it. It's not something where they have to take an action all day long to get the benefit. Right. They just have to use it. And it becomes... It becomes ingrained to what they do, which is why um, drivers, once they're in the Bose ride, uh, don't give it up. In fact, we've noticed a curious thing with uh, some fleet some fleet customers, um, and that is that fleets are beginning to purchase the Bose ride specifically as a recruitment tool to get new drivers to join the fleet. A year or so ago, when we first started speaking with you, um, some fleets would buy the Bose Ride as a way to keep senior drivers in the fleet longer. Right. They didn't want these guys to quit. They gave them a Bose Ride, and that's worked out well. Then fleets would buy the Bose Ride because they wanted to use it to steal drivers away <laughs> from the competition. Right. Those are all good things. We like that. Yeah. But lately... We've had some pretty interesting things happen. One fleet customer gives new drivers a choice. They can get a cash bonus or a Bose ride. Wow. A very significant percentage of those drivers are picking the Bose ride. That's interesting. Over cash. Yeah. On several levels, and it fits very well with our conversation today about driver's health. In these circumstances, the drivers are passing up cash today because they want the Bose ride. They have an awareness of their health and their need to do something about fatigue and some type of chronic pain they may have. So given a choice between that long-term health benefit of the Bose ride versus the high, high appeal of short-term cash, they're picking the Bose ride. Wow. That's interesting. That, that's and very say, encouraging. I'd love to hear that. Well, 
it's, it is for the drivers and it is for the fleets. The fleets are going to get drivers who are going to stick around. And fleets are in the midst of this driver war. And the fleets have to up their game. Well, and that's going to get uh, worse. Oftentimes, it is, so we hear. <laughs> yes. And it's hard for the fleets to up their game. They don't, they don't know what to do uh, to, to entice drivers. I mean, there's some obvious things they need to do. But beyond that, it's hard for fleets to distinguish themselves. And right. what we see are some of the fleets are coming forward saying, um, we, we really got to address driver health in a way that's going to be sustainable, not a quick program where they perhaps offer drivers uh, a reward if they lose a little weight. Right, right. But instead, they're saying, no, we got we to gotta help these guys and gals be long-term healthy. Well, and, and, you know, you guys have done so much research on this, and I, I really appreciate the fact that you've partnered with us and you share that information because it's been a great resource for us. And I've learned so much. You mentioned chronic pain. You know, we have fatigue, we have chronic pain. Both are, are made much worse by sugar. Sugar is very inflammatory, and inflammation <laughs> is what pain really is. Um, the other thing that's really interesting um, in this, you know, I, I've been doing the research for about eight months now, really intensively, and I just came to this final understanding. You know, they we talk about sugar and, you know, the diet and those kind of things, but what we've been told and what drivers are still being told by 95% of the information they find is that all of your problems start with obesity, and that's true, they do, whether it's type 2 diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, sleep apnea, all of those things stem from the obesity. But they've been told, like all Americans have been told, you're obese because you eat too much and you don't move enough. And that puts the, the responsibility right on the person. And you know what? For years, I believed that too. It, it seems logical. It's exactly the opposite. And this is so hard to wrap your head around. But what they've finally proven is you are not eating too much and moving too little because of a lack of willpower. And that's not why you're fat. It's the opposite. You are eating too much and moving too little because you're obese. It's the obesity that causes the overeating and the lack of movement. And you think, well, wait a minute. How can that be? What came first, the chicken or the egg? But what they've shown is a diet high in carbohydrates and sugar has an effect on your body that the minute that glucose hits the blood, your body stores it as fat. And because your body stored that energy as fat, now your body needs more energy. That's why we keep going back to the sugar over and over and over because as soon as your body sees it, it stores it as fat and then you need more. Yeah. But if you get on a high fat diet, which sounds crazy, that doesn't happen. So it, it's really backwards from what we've always been told. Michael, there, there's so much to talk about, but I've got to get to another break. I'm going to come back to you, though, so stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. We're talking about driver health, and one of our partner companies is joining us today, Bose and Michael. Welcome back. Uh, like I say, so much to talk about and, and so much to 
you know, try to get out and inform the drivers. And again, we thank you guys for being such a great resource for us. It's, it's been a pleasure. Um, you were speaking about uh, sugar and obesity. And uh, one of the things we learned uh, from our research with drivers is that they tell us in, in terms of barriers to becoming more healthy, they tell us very surprisingly that they have lost confidence that they can get healthy. This was one of the top reasons drivers gave me for uh, not being able to be more healthy. They've given up. Yeah. A lot of drivers who are struggling with obesity and blood pressure have given up, Kevin. They have somehow accepted that this is their fate, to be on the road many days, to work those hours, to be away from home, and that their personal health and nutrition becomes the least important thing in their lives. Caring for everybody else's needs, their family, their employer, their customers, the, the rest of society that they move their trucks through is important, but somehow their own personal care is not. Right. And I, I believe that, you know, we've come to learn at, at Bose that that's, um, that's a real, real struggle for drivers, and they need to, to be reinforced. They need to be told they matter. They need to have the kind of education you're offering about how to be a better performer, how to have better willpower, how to be stronger. They need vendors who come out with products like ours that are meant very much to contribute to the quality of their lives. Absolutely. They, they, need, they need to get the help and respect that the work they do for this world warrants. You know, that is such a great point. And again, all the reading that I've done has really helped me understand why they've come to that point, why they're so frustrated, why they feel like, you know, they've given up. And the reason is the medical and health advice we've been given for the last 40 years is all wrong. And one of the ways that, that this became so obvious to me was that many of the books that I've read on this topic are written by doctors. These were doctors who for 20, 25, 30 years would give their patients the same advice. You need to eat a low-fat diet full of healthy whole grains and exercise more and if you do that you will lose weight and all of your problems would go away and the patients would come back year after year after year and and, and they were gaining weight and getting less healthy and the doctors would say you're not following the advice you must be cheating and then what would happen is as the doctors would get older themselves and they'd start gaining weight and they would try to take their own advice about low-fat, high-carbohydrate diets, and they would see that it doesn't work. And then they would realize, and, and a lot of these doctors said, they feel so guilty now for believing all these years that their advice was right, but the people weren't taking it. Now they understand the difference, and, and they see what really works, and they're writing books about it. But it, it's, it's not, it doesn't have the backing and the money. 
that the you know the traditional forty year low fat craze we've yeah. been. But when you see a doctor come to that point and say, "I've been giving these people the wrong advice all these years, and I thought it was their fault," and I think that's where drivers are. They've given up because they've tried what they hear is the right thing to do, and it's not the right thing to do. And I think that's why they're so frustrated. I think that's a very good point, Kevin. The the science moves forward, and things we used to think were correct are no longer correct, but it takes a long time for that knowledge to go back into the community. When people have a certain attitude about fast or a certain attitude um, about grains, it's hard to undo. It is. But it- it's also true that if... If you hear about something different from someone you trust, it means more. Right. So I think drivers need to hear from you and other people who who live in the two worlds of what it's like for a driver and also what it's like to be learning all these new things. Um, Drivers need to hear from people they can trust. And I think they need to hear from their fleets. Uh, who who can can put together very precise health and wellness programs for drivers. Right. Some fleets do. I've seen fleets do great jobs where they work right down to the individual driver with his or her challenges, and the fleet will invest in helping that driver. Other fleets, as you indicated earlier, can be very generic. They have the latest information, and they put it in a brochure, or on the website, and they somehow imagine drivers are going to go off and start right. changing their whole nutrition. They, they can't. Right. They can't. They need, they need more specific support. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I think, and, it, and it's small, but, you know, companies like Bose and, and our show and, like you said, some of the fleets who are really, uh, really making an effort, not just making an appearance you know some a lot of fleets it's like oh you know we should be talking about health so let's put out this newsletter or but but that doesn't do much we know that um you've got to really get down and do the hard work and and that comes down to the driver but the driver needs the resources and that's where companies like bose and and you guys working with the fleets and if we keep pushing this we will make a difference we're seeing it here on the show i mean some of the calls we get are absolutely, uh, they almost sound too good to be true. I mean, there are times when I think, wow, I know I saw the results when I did this, but when somebody comes on the air and says, okay, I'm I'm on the diet you told me about, I've changed my eating habits completely, and in 30 days, they have moved off of three different prescription medications completely completely, and their their troubles are going away that quickly. It almost sounds too good to be true, but it's really not. When you give your body the nutrition it needs, things change pretty quickly. That's a really good point you make about prescription drugs. The, the physical value and the financial value of, for example, getting, getting a driver off a high blood pressure medication getting him to the point where he just doesn't need it, uh, that's a pretty dramatic thing. It is. It is. It, and it's, it's long-lasting. 
Yeah, it, it's financial. We know that. Um, and, and obviously, we know the medical costs are outrageous, but it, it's also their life, their body. There, there is not a prescription drug on the market that doesn't have side effects. Some of them are horrible side effects. And many of them, we don't mm-hmm. even know the long-term effects of them. And, and yet we have people who, you know, have been on drugs for 20, 25 years, and then we start to see some of the problems, and yet most of that gets covered up. So I am mm-hmm. so excited when somebody calls me and says, I was on a diabetic medication, I was on a high blood pressure medication, I was mm-hmm. on a statin, and now I'm not on any of them. That, to me, is just amazing. That is definitely a big win. We, we at Bose don't ask drivers about their use of prescription medication, but we do ask about their use of over-the-counter medications, uh, aspirin, right. Tylenol, and the like. And what we found is that once they start using the Bose ride after a period of months, when we ask that question, about a third of the drivers tell us that they take less medication. Yes. Once they start with, once they begin using the Bose ride, and again, it's not it's non prescription. More specifically, they're having less back pain, less shoulder pain, less neck pain. So they're not taking aspirin. They're not taking Tylenol. They're just cleaning out their their bodies from that stuff. Yes, and, and that's think, big. All right, that's a good. That's big, and that's a good sign because it also tells us that maybe, maybe, if for their pain they were taking more than aspirin, if they were taking prescription medication that we don't ask about, it's not our business, or anything else they get, and they're getting off of that too. Back to your point, Kevin. That's a big. That's a big win. Absolutely. Hey, I've got to get to one more break. When I come back, boy, you and I could do hours on this. I'm sure, but. When I come back, um, let's tell the people how they can learn more about the Bose Ride system. So stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Boy, this show is just flying by. It's a great topic, and, and Bose has so much great information from their surveys on this. And uh, we're going to wrap this up. But Michael, we got to get you back. You guys have so much good information. We need to get you on an episode of uh, Destination Health, and we we need to do this because this is really good information. Thank you. Well, we're continually collecting a lot of information from drivers, and uh, gosh, we'll always share it with you, Kevin, always. That's fantastic. So why don't you let everybody know how they can find out more, and you know, our market has primarily, for many years, been owner-operators. We were on the business side of things, and we have helped a lot of owner-operators see the benefits of the Bose Ride system, and they all love it. We hear back from people that they would just never own a truck without it, um, and we love that. But with the health initiative, we are really reaching a lot of company drivers. And, you know, for company drivers, I would say, Learn about this and take this idea back to your fleet. Let them know that this system is available. So how can they find out more? Um, I can tell you that we've been making a lot of changes to our website, adding much more information that comes from actual fleets who have purchased the Bose Ride for their drivers. 
and how they're using it. So getting back to your question about drivers who are in fleet, go to the website, Bose Ride, www.boseride, B-O-S-E-R-I-D-E. Your listeners will learn a lot about the product. They'll see what other drivers are saying, and they'll also read stories about fleets who have purchased the Bose Ride and why they did. Then your listeners have all the information they need to bring to their management to say, it's time for you to look at this too, as these other fleets have. Bottom line, fleets who are using this technology to attract drivers and keep them healthy uh, are going to be uh, in a very powerful position to, uh, to get the best drivers, and drivers will want to go to those fleets. Great stuff. That's the place to go, bosride.com. Excellent. Oh, I, I have to give you the phone number, too. Sure. Phone number, 1-800-721-2673. Fantastic. Great stuff, Michael. Again, we, we've got to get you back. It's great information. It's a, a huge resource for us, and, and we really appreciate it. So we will talk to you again soon. Thank you. We look forward to it. Thank you.